1: Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: We're handing out rookie report cards up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Wednesday, October 11th. I am Chris Welsh, joined by teacher extraordinaire Scott White, who is handing out aggressive grades for rookies. It's, It's rookie report card time. It's... I guess it's the, what is it? It's not midterm. What's the final? It's just the final report card. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, I wanted to be cute about is. the report cards. You could tell how much I remember about school. Uh, but we are going to be handing out some report cards, trying to be aggressive as possible, trying not to be A's to everybody because that's not what it's all about. Who performed well who did not meet our expectations. Let's get into it with the number one, our model student, Corbin Carroll, with a preseason ADP of around 70, 25 homers, 54 stolen bases. He was incredible, finished fourth overall in Roto, the eighth best hitter in points. Is it anything but an A+, Scott?
1: It's an A+. Uh, If anybody's going to get an A+, it's Corbin Carroll. He emerged as a first-round stud. He's going to be my number four overall player in Roto Leagues for next year. Huge stolen base total, still plenty of power. Yeah, A-plus for Corbin Carroll.
0: Yeah, you and I are going to have him probably as top five players. I know Frank is still a little bit dicey with the shoulder, but I think maybe the playoff run is going to help uh, let him give big top grades. Kodai Senga is up next. He had a 171 ADP. He ended up having a sub-3 ERA and over 200 strikeouts. A little bit shaky here and there, I suppose, with the season, but he really hunkered down towards the back end of the year and became such a great pitcher what grade are you going to give to him, value versus what he ended up producing?
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to give him an A. Uh, it was a little shaky at first. The control issues were there, but he, they got better. They ended up not being nearly as bad, as much of a hindrance as I thought they'd be for Kodai Senga. And to have a sub-3 ERA with 200 strikeouts in this environment, it, it made him one of the most reliable pitchers, rookie or
0: otherwise. Yeah, I'm gonna join you on that one. How about Gunnar Henderson? This is one of those with skyrocket expectations, and it was not a first good two months. And then he just kicked back. He ended up with a season with 28 homers, scored 100 runs, had 10 stolen bases, was top 40 overall in Roto, eighth third base in head-to-head points. How much are you gonna ding those first 150 at bats to Gunnar's overall grade?
1: Well, the fact he entered June first batting 201 with. Five homers, two steals, a 702 OPS. I mean, People were asking if they should drop him at that point in some shallower in some shallower leagues. I, I thought it was at least possible, at least something you had to consider just to, to free up some bench space. You couldn't start Henderson at that point. But then he became a stud from that point forward. It was a similar trajectory to Bobby Witt and Julio Rodriguez in their rookie season. In the end, I'm going to give Gunnar Henderson an A-.
0: I'm going to join you on that one. How about Anthony Volpe? Volpe. A 209 batting average, 21 homers, 24 stolen bases. It's really a tale of two different categories that you're chasing. The average, absolutely stinky. The counting stats for homers and stolen bases were great. And there was pretty big expectations, lofty expectations that he never bounced back. So what grade can you get of on Anthony Volpe?
1: Going to give him a C minus minus. 2020 is is a notable threshold, but it's one of the least impressive 2020 seasons I've seen. So just C minus for Anthony Volpe.
0: I'm going to give a C plus. We're going to stay in the C range. The batting average was so bad. It's a little bit worrisome. How about on the pitching side? Tanner Bybee, who wasn't even a preseason ADP guy, had a sub three ERA, ended up with 141 strikeouts over 142 innings and 11 percent swinging strike rate. Top 35 pitcher in Roto overall. What grade are you going to give on Tanner Bybee?
1: I, I think I gave him an A- on the full-length podcast, so I'm going to stick with that. There were some curious walk issues that weren't at all there in the minors. He was a control artist in the minors. Uh, but overall, the, the production was good for Bybee
0: slight jump for me and with an a i'm gonna give him an a because he was invaluable really the entire time that he was up there was there wasn't the big swings that some of these other pitchers had so report card for me a little bit more lenient I'm going to give him an a how about Ellie de la Cruz Ellie was the most exciting player for anybody to pick up we were talking pre he was right around the uh time where you would do second half drafts and whatnot It was like a first round talent people were talking about. People wouldn't trade him for Manny Machado or top 20 overall players. And then he ended the second half hitting 191. He did have 19 stolen bases in that time. Total 35 stolen bases, 13 homers, 235 batting average. What grade does Ellie get?
1: B plus. Even at his worst, his stolen bases made
0: him useful. I'm going to give him a B minus Jordan Walker, big preseason expectations, 16 homers, seven stolen bases and a trip to the minors midway through Jordan Walker, kind of disappointing, but how low are you going to do the grade?
1: I got to go D here. I and mean, he had all the hype coming in, but sent to the minors early on. And, and while he was better when he came back, it wasn't good enough to make him a must start or anything like that.
0: I wanted to give him a higher grade, but I'm going to join you on it. D the expectation was brutal. Beating any expectation, Nolan Jones finishes with a 2020 season in 106 games, really is a fantasy winner at the back end of the year. Is it anything short of an A?
1: I think it's an A+. plus. Uh, some contextual extra credit, he was at his best in September, won a lot of people their leagues. 2020 season in a little more than 100 games, and he was great. Yeah, A-plus for Nolan Jones.
0: A plus two final one Starting pitchers Grayson Rodriguez, a four three five ERA, was much better when he got recalled, but was rough in the first. What are you going to give to him?
1: I'm going to give him a C plus. Very encouraged by the way he finished.
0: I'm going to join you on the C plus there. Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller had a three seven six ERA, a swinging strike percentage that leaves a little bit to be desired, but a lot of hope going into next year and still in the playoffs. What do you think about Bobby Miller? B. I like how deep the Dodgers let him work into games, and I like the five-pitch arsenal. Give him a C+. Plus. There's more to be had. He was pretty productive. Maybe I'm being a little tough. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere the podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Fantasy Baseball Today and 5 will be back again soon. Bye, friends.